Well, here we are again. If this is the first episode of my podcast that you're listening to, I would like to wish you a warm welcome to my space. And if you're a return listener, I want to say thanks for being here and I really appreciate you. In today's episode, I wanted to talk about uh, one of my core offerings. Uh, It's called The Intimate insight session and it's a way uh, for anyone and I pretty much focus on women but I also do um, keep things open for men as well and it's not insight into their sexuality but insight into female sexuality. I've had a fascination with the subject of human sexuality from quite a young age my mom had the talk with me if you call it that um back when I was about nine or ten years old and in reflecting upon it it was actually really just kind of a cringy situation all around um she was recently uh divorced from my father and um quite into uh, her alcoholism at that point and um, it just the conversation literally came out of left field and uh, basically um, she'd gotten a book from the library and uh, read that uh, to myself about how babies are made. Subsequently there was no conversation after that as I grew older was just that one isolated uh, conversation and though I do commend my mom for um, wanting to um, educate me in that regard Um, it was like I said just like a really really uncomfortable situation um, based on just her mental state and uh, and that she was heavily drinking at the time so fast forward a couple of years uh, I'm about 12 years old and I find a copy of the paperback uh, the height report on male sexuality so I would do what any 12 year old would do I snuck the uh, book off the bookshelf and took it to my room and I literally read that book over and over again until um, it fell apart in pieces (laughs) and uh, I, um, it's kind of funny, like, when we moved out of that house, which was, I don't know, probably within a year uh, or so of uh, me reading the book, um, nobody said anything, because I had stuffed the pieces under my bed, (laughs) and nobody said anything about discovering uh, the pages or anything, so again, uh, another uh, opportunity uh, to have the talk, but uh, yeah, nobody said anything about it. I was 15 uh, when I first uh, became sexually active, and uh, I was with a, a boy, or a young man, let's say. <laughs> I don't want to call him a boy. Um, the, but I, we were dating, and uh, I wasn't under any sort of illusions that I was... Uh, head over heels in love with him and that it was an expression of love for me I honestly just really wanted to know what it felt like 
and um after my <laughs> experiences I was like it wasn't everything that I thought it would be or could be so further on from that um throughout my high school years I would conduct these uh informal uh, surveys with um the young ladies uh that I was in classes with and I I actually used to get uh in quite a bit of trouble for um talking too much in uh in class but I was just really really curious about um other women's experiences and how they felt about their sexuality and expressing it in general so like I said, I would have these informal uh, discussions and I actually, uh, in my uh, yearbook uh, from when I graduated, there's uh, multiple <laughs> references in there um, from some of the ladies in uh, how much they appreciated the conversations. Um, I find that if you give women an opportunity uh, to have the conversations and knowing that it's not being nosy or that you're going to be judged that it's just basically um we're all curious but oftentimes the conversations related to sexuality um are seen as taboo and uh part of my work is actually to normalize these conversations like i think it's probably much different for the young women of today uh but i come from a generation that was uh prior to the internet without the internet um it wasn't as easy to come across information as uh it would be today for uh the women of my generation there weren't the amount of uh books about the subject there weren't people hosting master classes or uh reading and uh, meeting people in chat rooms or dating apps or any <laughs> of that social type thing so basically we would learn from talking to each other if we were comfortable enough to have a conversation and uh, if not you're just kind of lumping through on your your own and finding things out um from experience uh in your own life but uh further on from high school I attended college and I was in a male dominated business uh, related program in college and we had to take a psychology class within the three years that I was there and so each um, group small group in my class had to choose a um, a field of psychology that uh, they wanted to present on so of course with my avid interest uh, I convinced I convinced the guys um, in my group that we should present on human sexuality, so they agreed um, to uh, to take on that that subject. So um, I honestly have never really had an interest in dysfunction or anything like that. So one of the other guys um, presented on that, and then the other gentleman he uh, he presented just on like human sexuality in general. And uh, uh, that left me with uh, the one area that I chose to speak about was uh, paraphilia. So paraphilia is just um, basically um, 
what, how do I, how could I describe it? Just, um, atypical things, um, that elicit sexual arousal, um, in people. So it was like opening up a whole new world and insight into, uh, the realm of, um, of sexual desires basically. And it was incredibly, incredibly fascinating, um, to read on that. And, uh, I can only imagine (laughs) Uh, as, um, as I said, is that I was in a male dominated class. And if I remember, I think I was like the only woman in that class. So I can imagine, uh, that, uh, that the guys were probably finding my enthusiasm <laughs> over the whole thing uh quite quite interesting to uh to take in so as i was saying i was never really interested in um in dysfunction or any of that um i obviously realized that hey you could um you could be a um psychologist or whatnot um and do that as a portion of your um, your job, but like I said, I couldn't imagine myself having conversations about dysfunction every day. So it was nothing that I ever uh, really considered pursuing. But uh, in hindsight, if I had realized that there was um, job positions that had to do with research, I would have been all all over that. But uh, yeah, that was kind of my my real kind of learning period about different things related to um, human sexuality. And then throughout my 20s, I just um, didn't really have that many conversations, just busy uh, working and um, starting a family and that sort of thing. So um, further on from that, uh, I've mentioned it before in other podcasts is that um the year I turned 38, um, I lost a uh, very, very um, significant relationship in my my life. And so without a partner, I really started focusing on um, female sexuality and just from a way of supporting uh, my own well-being. Uh, there was not thoughts in my head at the time that I was going to um, be mentoring anybody. I just wanted to learn as um, much as I could about female sexuality, uh, just in various, various um, forms. And uh, so that started the uh, self-study of female sexuality for the last, gosh, it's got to be at least 11, 12 years now, so over a decade. And Partways through that, I'd say probably the closer I got to about 45, um, I wanted to actually um, become a mentor. I was uh, sitting behind a desk and I knew that it was just not fulfilling to me, though I loved my job and a lot of aspects related to it. I just wasn't feeling like I was fulfilled by sitting behind a desk and I wanted to be out and connecting, um, with women and having conversations that mattered. 
So when I left my desk job and uh, struck out on my own, I had to decide uh, what my core offerings were going to be. And one of those core offerings is something I call the Intimate Insight Session. And it's a session um, where you can either bring up uh, a topic you would like more uh, insight on as it relates to female sexuality. Like I said, I, uh, the sessions are available to both men and women, but I don't talk about male <laughs> sexuality because it's not my area of, of that I know anything about. Like I know what my experiences are, um, with men, but I am not a man. So, um, as a mentor, you speak from your own personal, uh, wisdom. And so I'm not a man and I can't, really uh, talk about uh, male sexuality with any really true knowing of that in my own body. But having said that, the uh, the Intimate Insight Sessions are a 90-minute session that can either be done uh, in my office or online through Zoom. And you just, uh, whatever sort of concern you have or topic that you like a little bit more insight on. Um, we cover that in a very, very informal 90 minute chat. And again, I bring uh, my 11, 12 years of study into that session, as well as I take a holistic approach to sexuality. So there's multiple um, trainings that I've had over the course of my life that I also bring into that. I'm really, um, I have a lot of, uh, trainings in the beauty field. So again, if, um, a woman wants to focus more on how she can outwardly, um, express her sensuality and sexuality, we can discuss stuff like that. Um, I also, um, bring a lot to do with, um, with scent and how that, uh, relates to sexuality in sensuality and uh, as well as my my 11 to 12 years of actual um, female sexuality study. We could discuss such things as women's pleasure anatomy, uh, how to work with erotic energy and intimacy and my uh, teachings on intimacy actually have a lot to do with um, with um, personal <laughs> intimacy and less so with being intimate uh, with a partner because I truly believe that you're only going to be able to meet uh, and be as intimate uh, with a partner as to the depth of the intimacy with yourself and I find that uh, a lot of people and this goes for both men and women uh, that they're basically barely scratching the surface on uh, their own personal intimacy so I do like to focus on uh, on self intimacy a lot. Uh, I also have quite a bit of knowledge uh, in regards to herbal aphrodisiacs and adaptogens. That's one of my my interests as well. So I could offer some insight in that regard. I often characterize my work as the thinking woman's guide to female sexuality, and what I mean by that is that my stuff is heavily uh, related to education, uh, my own personal education, as well as, uh, encouraging the women that work with me to educate themselves as well. And, uh, 
I don't promote my offerings in the way that uh, I'd say probably the majority of sensuality and sexuality uh, coaches or mentors promote their business. And I don't want this to come across that, that I'm throwing any shade that way. It's absolutely, that's not my intent. It's just that that uh, the way in which often these things are being promoted uh, is through um, sensual dance and or movement and being partially clothed or in lingerie. And honestly, that's just not authentic to the way that um, I express myself online. It does not mean that I, um, I'm not in touch with myself in that regard because I absolutely, absolutely am. But it's just um, not how I choose to uh, promote my rituals or practices. And it comes from feeling that those things are very, very sacred to me. And uh, I would absolutely share them with any women working with me. But it's not something that I'm going to post online for the masses to see uh, where they really potentially don't have any context or anything like that or any interest um, in it. So, uh, so yeah, that's, uh, that's my take on it. The things that I focus on in my work are normalizing conversations related to sexuality. So the lack of communication um, is actually quite problematic because it stops you from truly being able to um, experience your sexuality in an expansive manner. And um, fear, guilt, and shame are pretty much at the core of that. So in normalizing conversations uh, with women and men, uh, that they can speak their truth um, with me, uh, hopefully it's the, the initial stages of being able to share that with a partner as well. Um, I also uh, focus on uh, empowering women. Like I stated earlier, I do not tell you what to do. There are um, coaches out there and it's actually one of my biggest pet peeves um, is coaches that tell women what they should and shouldn't do. And um, I've seen it multiple, multiple times on multiple different accounts and um, my work is to empower the women uh, that I work with and by telling them exactly what they should do is not an empowering uh, thing in my opinion. The empowering thing to do would be to provide a woman um, with options, resources, and allow her to make her own decisions from an informed point of view. The last thing that I focus on in my work is embodiment. So embodiment is like this really, really crucial thing because we, as we know, um, sex is a physical experience as well as emotional and soulful. And uh, a lot of people are just kind of living in uh, survival mode, which greatly, greatly 
impacts uh, your ability uh, to really truly connect with your sexuality either they counter <laughs> each other and uh, so a lot of the work is slow subtle work of beginning to feel again within your body if you would like to know more about my work or connect with me you can uh, check me out over on my instagram at uninhibited.woman i want to thank each of my listeners for being here uh the reason i do this work is because of people like you that are erotic explorers and want to learn more about their sexuality so thanks again for being here with me and until next time.